What's up guys? Just a quick public service announcement in regards to this week's episode. On today's episode, Ali and I discuss Donald Trump's attack on the video game industry. Now, due to scheduling, we recorded this episode a lot earlier in the week than we normally would have. At the time of recording, Donald Trump had made no contact with the video game industry and no meetings had taken place. Since recording and before posting of this episode, Rockstar Games CEO Strauss Zelnick, Zenimax CEO Robert Altman, and ESA or Entertainment Software Association President Mike Gallagher were invited to the White House to meet with the President and other representatives. Uh, the talks have been called strange and unproductive though, a Media Research Center President Brent Bozell said, the president encouraged game developers to explore things they can do on their own to make things healthier in society, and that's where it was left. And a statement from the ESA said, we welcomed the opportunity today to meet with the president and other elected officials at the White House. We discussed the numerous scientific studies establishing that there is no connection between violence and video games. First Amendment protection of video games and how our industry's rating system effectively helps parents make informed entertainment choices. So there you have it. I just wanted to clear that up for you. Um, as you will find out in the episode to come, this has gone pretty much exactly as we predict. Uh, however, I just wanted to make note that at the time of the recording, there had yet to be any meetings organized or held. Um, the principles of our discussion, however, stay the same and nothing really changes from that point of view. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that we were clear on the facts before you listened. Uh, so on that note, enjoy the show. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8Bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we are bringing you our takes on all the news you need to know about. No subject is off limits and no take is too hot. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, our second guest in a row from the Hungry Gamers podcast, the, prof- the professional provider of SaaS, it's Miss Ali Hart. Hello. Thank you for hey. having me on. Thank you for being here. I can't believe I'm gonna to have to follow up someone like Sam, but <laughs> I'll sure try my be best. Fine. He was very excited for this episode. He was excited oh, to hear the. If takes there's one thing were. Sam likes to do is to have an opinion, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he was a he was a great guest. He was a great guest. So he he did talk you up though. He said that you're gonna you will be the best guest that we've had yet. I think his exact quote was, uh, "Ali is Ali is nothing if not opinionated." That's his exact quote from memory. Synopsis: um, She has a vagina. <laughs> well, I think every, I think everyone is opinionated. Like I think everyone, no, everyone is. has opinions. Some people are just m- more opinionated than others, which no, is a definitely. Good thing. I think. Definitely. Um, I think if if people just agree with each other, then it make things quite boring. It would. Um, it, it honestly would. But I think with Sam, he cops a rough end of the stick, especially having to hang out with me. So. <laughs> I like to keep also, shit interesting. Also said that he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, now I I did just realise something um, last night when I was putting the um, the show together. Where there six now, this is the seventh episode of this show, and I kind of realised that I've I never really introduced myself or the guests that I've had on. I've kind of just been like, hey, and this person's here, and this is their name, and let's off to the races kind of thing. I just assumed that. Because I've been podcasting with obviously another network for the last year or so, mm-hmm. and that people just knew, but I just realised that this is more than likely ninety percent of a completely new audience to what I've had previously, um, yeah. and it might be a new audience even from like eight bit and that kind of thing. And I haven't, I haven't really told anyone who anyone is, which is, <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess, a brain some, slip on my part. 
Well, yeah, but then it's also a case where if, you know, an audience member is, like, new, then they can always just go back and have a listen. They can mm. always inquire and find out on their own. That's the joys yeah. of podcasting and being yeah. out there searching yeah. for your own content. Spot on. So, on that note, Ali, um, mm. as I've forgotten to do this for the previous six episodes, can you please tell the audience, if they don't, shame on them if they don't know who you are yet, but a little, oh, little so bit sure. of who is your daddy and what does he do? A little bit about yourself. I was going to make a terrible joke saying my daddy was Brendan. Um, so I am from 8bit.net, the 8bit network, and uh, I also feature on the Hungry Gamers podcast with Brendan, who I believe has already been on the show, as well he as was, Sam. Yeah. Yep. So you have gotten the three biggest mouths in the Gaming Australian podcast <laughs> network. Um, and yeah, pretty much do stuff with 8bit and appear here and there everywhere. Maybe coming to a stream near you, I will always be heard somewhere along the line, sassing someone in the background, and maybe dropping <laughs> an F or a C bomb. So mm. we can we can drop you can drop those on on this podcast. Maybe I mean I'll um, ease everyone in. <laughs> yeah, ease, ease them in. We've had one. We so far had one um, C bomb dropped in the um, the first six episodes. So uh, well, I can already uh, based on who you've had, I can cut a few people off on who didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely wasn't Jono, I can tell you that. <laughs> if it was Jono, I'd eat my hat. Oh, dear. Um, no, it was, um, it was actually Thomas Marshall. Uh, ooh, yeah, Tomo. W- specifically when referring to the, um, the shooter of the, um, at the uh, Parkland School in Florida. So, um, ooh, justified. Yeah, I think so. I think it was a fair, um, a fair use of the word. Um, uh, I, used to, I used to use the term quite like... I, it's it's always been in the vernacular I'll just put it that way um, and I used to use it quite a lot on podcasts as well and then I've, I've sort of Jono's unfor- I don't know if it's probably fortunately for me Jono's rubbed off on me a little bit and I've stopped using it as much but uh, it's good to drop it every now and then I think it's I think it's needed sometimes I definitely think that it is a word that's needed um, mm. I've always been fine with the word I've mm. obviously had a fair share of people telling me not to use the word mm. but uh, I only ever justify by saying do you use the word dickhead mm. yes then I can say cunt there it is it's number two there it is <laughs> very good very good it was funny I went to America last year and um, uh, <laughs> kind of made a point to use it more often um, they because I was in it. America yeah but they, they still just cringe so much every time you use it. They uh, they get they're not quite prepared, even though like they're expecting it, they're never quite prepared for it. Um, Try being a female saying it. it's like a yeah. double smack. Well, no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, <laughs> no, very good. Now, before we kick on to our main news topics, uh, it has been a big week in news as it always is, and I'm going to throw as we did last week some quick fire headlines at you. So I want Ooh. snappy, the hottest of hot takes that you've got. See if I've been paying attention. This is word association, the, the first thing that comes to your mind. So, straight off the top, <laughs> Vladimir Putin unveils invincible nuclear weapons. Uh, so, misunderstanding first then. I thought you said invisible. So, Unvin- that was a scary thing for a second there. <laughs> invincible, sorry. <laughs> um, ugh, I don't know. I just always think of, like, old school gaming, like Duke Nukem and all that sort of stuff. Hmm. So, eh. Fair, fair. Uh, PlayStation has given up PlayStation Plus support for the PS3 and the little handheld that couldn't, the PlayStation Vita. I'm surprised it lasted this long. It hurts me when people say things like that. Especially <laughs> I'm for a the PC Vita. person. Yeah, I know. Uh, the Weinstein Company has filed for bankruptcy. 
Yes, but a bunch of females bought it, apparently. I saw that, yes. Quite a... Uh, what a twist. What, what a twist. What a twist. Uh, Barnaby Joyce says that he doesn't know if his mistress's baby is actually his. What a twist. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, is, that is quite the twist. So, uh, he's put his... Um, his foot in his mouth again, Mr. Barnaby. Uh, and this past week, we've just had the Oscars, the 2018 Oscars. Do, do you mm. care? Are you, do you, no. are you are you an Oscar person? Are you a movie person? No, because I don't really watch a lot of movies. And then I feel like the Oscars are like the biggest like wank. soft rub to anyone in the industry. Yeah. It's a wank, isn't it? It like, really is. Yeah, I'm Good old I'm circle a... jerk. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It, uh, I was talking to someone um, who's a friend of mine who's a real movie buff. And um, I'm like, oh, I did anything interesting? Because I, I don't watch it. But I was hoping for something interesting to happen. Someone shames someone or someone stuffs up an award. Like last year, there was quite eventful. There was a, the, they announced the best movie or whatever it was. And then they stuffed it up. Yeah. Um, and he said, no, nothing happened. It was actually a really good show. I'm like, oh, it's a shame. It doesn't sound like it was a very good show then. So... <laughs> I'm kind of hoping for uh, for a bit more excitement, but uh, yeah, I only went by the my Twitter feed and seeing what people were retweeting or what mm. was just appearing, and all I can tell you is that there was a jet ski. Okay, I didn't. Nope. Tip. I didn't even yep. say that. No. That's that's all I took from it. There was a jet ski on stage. Well, there you go. I guess that's uh, that's kind of interesting. I mean, yes, I I, I imagine so. But you didn't but, uh, see that. I didn't see that coming, did not see it happen, so I can't mm-hmm. cannot comment on that. But I guess congratulations to all the people who uh, won and condolences to those uh, who didn't. I mean, so. people aren't happy that um, the fish sex one won. <laughs> I, I heard that. Yeah, Shape of Water won Best oh, Picture. People spoilers? Were... No? Oh, no? No, no. It's just posts after that. I mean, spoilers for... For the movie or spoilers for the Oscars the happening? Awards ceremony? Well, I don't know how I don't know how people treat this stuff. It's people like, yeah, are so delicate nowadays. It's a good point. I'm I'm a delicate flower when it comes to spoilers, but I, I do believe that this Depends. will post uh, the Monday after the um, Oscars. So I think we're I think we're quite safe. I think we're safe on that one. I mean, um, my friend just had Black Panther ruined for him recently. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, no. See, I don't even watch trailers. That's I'm one of those weirdos. I oh shit! <laughs> I don't even watch. I'm like, if it's something that interests me, I'm like, I'll I'll watch it. But uh, I won't. I don't want to be. I just want to go in completely like blind and um and fresh. So I'm one of those weirdos. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I like the trailers are part of the experience, though, right? Yeah, I kind of felt that leading up to the Last Jedi. Um, because I got to the day, I'm like, yeah, and I remember being so hyped for um the Force Awakens, and I like I I bought into all the hype for the force awakens i went and watched all the trailers and all that kind of stuff and so i was fully like on the hype train like i had like Mm -hmm. a front row seat and i didn't do i didn't watch any trailers or anything for the last jedi and um and i got to like to the like for like um opening day and i i was just not even like i was like oh it's star wars day i suppose i should be excited for it um but i wasn't because i wasn't on that like i wasn't in that that hype train so it might be to my detriment but no, I'm with you there. It hurts. It hurts a lot, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a hill I'll die on, unfortunately. So anyway, let's uh, let's kick on with the show. The gun debate continues to rage in the States. This conversation happening is as predictable as the sun rising, and the blame and focus in this debate has again been shifted to violent video games rather than the guns themselves. 
President Donald Trump has come out and said, quote, I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. He has said that last week he was planning to meet with the video game industry to discuss violence in video games. However, the ESA, or the Entertainment Software Association, provided a statement saying that neither they or any of their members had received an invitation to speak with the president. Surprise, surprise. Uh, in the magic industry, Ali, they call this misdirection. A form of deception in which the attention of an audience is focused on one thing in order to distract its attention from another. So, Miss Hart, what do you make of the latest effort to shift focus away from the gun debate and onto the video game industry? I hope it's a good promotion for kids to... You know how kids want things when it turns out to be a bad thing? They want to rebel, yep. Exactly. Um, So I reckon it's probably some good... um, good uh advertisement for kids to want to play bad video games yeah um parents have always hated video games like the ones the ones that would blame this they'd always blame it anyway so Mm. we don't we've already lost them Mm. but um eh, they've always got to blame something i'm surprised that rock and roll music hasn't been brought up yet yeah with that marilyn manson (laughs) and all that sort of stuff that damn marilyn manson and those damn metallicas yeah Um, damn those metallicas yeah yeah um but um, I, I understand that this is meant to be the whole diversion thing. Mm. Um, there's still a lot of um, NRA talk going on over there. And I actually believe Trump was the first one to kind of call out some of his members by saying that they were scared of the NRA. But, mm. uh, you know, you really can't take politics and what is being fed through, like, media, social media, all that sort of crap, because it is just so conflicting, so mixed up, so half ass and, I mean, I, I just think it's more funny that he's like, we're going to talk to the video games industry, and they're yeah. just sitting there going, all right, we're, where, yeah. who? Yeah, who are you calling, yeah. Who? That was the thing that sort of made me laugh about it. It's like, I don't think you really understand what the video game industry is. I think he thought it's like Mario and Sonic, <laughs> like, sitting in their separate offices and that's it. He's like, I'm just going to go and see Mr. Mario about these video games. And I don't, I'm don't. i not sure he's actually aware how big of an industry it is and how far-reaching and how many people it employs. And I, I just think yeah. he's got no idea. I, I don't think he has any idea. I honestly don't think he had any... Oh, pun- pun game plan but um he i think it is like you said like more of just a diversion a distraction just like throwing Mm. words into the storm because Mm. he wants to keep people happy and unfortunately there are idiots out there that want to hear that he's going to talk to them damn video game makers and their violent video games with the guns so um it's it's baffling yeah it's like if i i still don't understand why this becomes a reason um especially who was it? Someone actually mentioned, they go, Does, doesn't he realize that video games are worldwide? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like. It's another I sort did. of argument, isn't it? Is that we, you know, they sort of, they go, oh, they, you know, we can't just blame the guns. It's the people. It's the mental health. It's the school system. It's the video games. It's the television and the movies and all this, that, and the other. And you go, well, okay, let's, let, what's the common denominator in all of these mass shootings? And all right, let's have a look at, all right, mental health. We have mental health here in Australia. We have mental health issues. It's an epidemic. You know, we have suicide is, is as high as it's ever been in youths and in and in adults as well. Similar in Europe. Um, you know, we have 
um, we have video, the same access to video games here as the, the States do now. We, we have the R rating now, so we have the exact same mm-hmm. games. It's not like it used to be back nearly 10 years ago now when we didn't even have R rating um, video games. We now have that, so we have the same access as the... Um, as you know, as American do to video games, we see the same movies, we listen to the mm-hmm. same music, we have all of that. The common denominator is the guns, is that they have guns and we don't. We don't have mass shootings, they have mass shootings. Like, it's mm-hmm. pretty clear cut. Um, and it's funny, you made an interesting point about the rock and roll. It, this has been, like, this is an argument that gets brought up and has done for decades and decades. It's like, our parents used to cop it about like television or whatever. And then their parents copped it about the rock and roll music. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. always, it's always something. And it's like, these things don't go away. Rock and roll music no. is, well, I wouldn't say it's live and well. It's kind of like, I guess it's dwindling, but it's still a thing, right? It's not like they, they stamped out the rock and roll music. Television and movies no. are still a thing. And I think video games will be the same thing. I think, I think the video game industry is just an easy target for these people. It's a mis it's a misunderstood target, especially for the demographic he's reaching for. Mm. And like obviously us being heavily into video games and having a very thorough understanding of exactly like how much like what video games encapsulates. Yeah. But like the, what they think of video games, they think gun games. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They think violent gun games. Like they don't know about all those beautiful games where it goes into detailed stories and beautiful worlds and serene spaces that actually have proven like games like Minecraft to help kids with like like Asperger's and all mm. that sort of stuff, like ADHD. Like yep. I I'd love to see someone kind of throw that up there saying that not all video games are violent, not all video games are detrimental. I've mentioned before, like you can bring up the mental health argument, but Lord, I know that for me, video games has helped me in the mental health aspect. Yeah. It's helped me a lot. So yeah, I think bringing video games and then putting that whole like mental health aspect is then again, if it gives them more funding into mental health, then maybe it's a good thing, but (laughs) yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. I, I just, I think um, I think you make a good point about the like the the scope I guess of what video games are these days because it is it's 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 that they, they don't really they think it's the violent video games and then it's like Mario and there's no in between like that I don't think it's the whole thing with like he's like oh I'm gonna go and meet with the industry because he said that like the point in time in which he made that statement was he was in like he was he was in like a um like a sort of like a forum kind of discussion, mm. people asking him about, you know, gun control and these students were in Washington and it was this sort of this conversation going around and it was like he was just trying to shift the focus. He's like, you know, he's getting hammered on these questions about the gun laws and the NRA and, and he, he did say some things which, you know, he, he has done a couple of things which would lead you to believe he is maybe possibly thinking about make, doing something about it. He's obviously put, you know, a, a review together on bump stocks and these types of things to have these, like, you know, not be sold anymore. And he is said, he has said that, you know, he, he will deal with the NRA and talk to them, but whether he does or not is another thing. But, you know, he just, he just felt like any, he, he, did this thing where he's like, he's a little glimmer of maybe something positive you could take away from this man as a human being. And then he's like, oh, and by the way, those violent video games. How about that? <laughs> he just sort of shifted the phone and was just like, oh, here we go. This, this debate's got to rage again. Um, I, I hate it whenever I go, whenever he does stuff and a part of me kind of goes, he was a businessman first. Mm. Like, and things kind of make sense. I'm like, okay. Mm. 
I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. also a reality TV star first, and it makes even more sense when you. Oh, that. I feel so bad because I was so into Celebrity Apprentice, oh, like no way. so bad. Oh dear, so oh, good. I never watched. Was... I, I never watched the uh, Australian one, which was fine. Oh, that would have been terrible. The term yeah. celebrity in Australia is such a f- throw. Yeah, it's like footy players, rugby players, a couple of comedians, and Warwick Kappa. That's oh, pretty much it. All the time in the world for Warwick Kappa. Actually, Pauline Hanson was on that, that first season as well. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, It was. Talk bad. about giving microphones to people that don't need them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's definitely in that camp as well. Um, but, I mean, I don't... I don't... I don't see where this where this discussion goes. You know, they there was one another senator came out and sort of it was came down really hard on the industry and said, you know, oh, um, you know, they they hide behind they they put these violent video games out that are influencing youths and they hide behind the you know the um, the discussion of freedom of speech and freedom of art and this kind of thing and it's like they're doing the exact same thing with the second a second amendment you're you're standing behind your right to bear arms it's exactly the same thing like you can't you can't sit there and go oh it's our right to bear arms and then turn around to the video game industry and say it's you 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 don't have the right to produce this art or say make this statement that you want um, well, I wonder what out. these politicians did if they really wanted to attack industries based on how they were treating, especially young people. Mm. I'm curious how these people acted out when they found out a lot of young women and young men were being assaulted in the uh, film industry. I wonder if they cared that much. I don't think they did. I'm, no. In fact, I'm fairly certain they didn't. No, I don't think they did. No. Interesting. It's only when the, the debate shifts to taking the guns. Taking the guns. Don't take and my money. guns. And money. Yeah, and the money, yeah. Um, Got to protect the money. Hmm. Definitely, uh, but we, I, I feel. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I wasn't worried. I mean, I was. I was a little bit because Trump is a. Uh, he's an irrational um, sort of guy. Like he's capable of being very destructive. I think. Um, yeah. So when this came up, I'm like, this this discussion gets brought up every now and then about the, the video games and that kind of thing. Um, it always sort of fizzles out and ends like it's a self-regulated industry it's worth billions of dollars worldwide it's it's freedom of speech and art like you're not going to change anything um but then this guy i'm like this guy he's like he's quite destructive and that kind of thing so i don't see the conversation going anywhere past this um i know I, I did i do see it as it was just a mister it was like the misdirection it was like i'm it's like I don't, i'm getting pressured on the guns i don't want to talk about the guns anymore let's talk about something different um and and going back to that it was sort of when he when he's like, oh, "I'm going to meet," I'm meeting with the industry next week. I really don't believe he had any idea what the industry was or who he would be speaking to. And someone probably told him afterwards. It's like, um, who? Like, it's it's a little bit bigger than you probably are aware of. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you see there being any kind of just like I guess I don't know legs to this discussion around you know video games violence? No, regulation? I think I honestly believe that the like. It's actually been proven. Like, this, we're still talking about the NRA and talking about companies who are working with the NRA who are not working with the NRA, you know, support showing the support. I think the distraction didn't work. Mm. I think everyone just kind of went, like, as soon as he mentioned it, everyone just kind of went, okay. Mm. And nothing else is... The, that governor said his two cents, but... Yep. Yeah. And like he said, like, even back in the day when these things were brought up... If, if they were brought up, what was it, Barbara Bush, when she tried to get a uh, metal band? Was it Barbara Bush? 
But it was one of the president's wives and yeah. she was completely offended by heavy metal music and what it all it did <laughs> was put it in the limelight and made more people listen to heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I think um I think the industry is uh is strong enough and um you know, I guess there's enough numbers that there's no real danger to anything. No. I don't think. Um but we can't we can't let these guys shift the focus away from, like you said, the NRA and these kinds of things. And we spoke last week with Salim about the, um, you know, the Never Again movement and the, you know, the the fight to put pressure on the NRA and, and affect gun laws and that. And it's funny, like, I still, even like another week later, like we spoke last week about it being a, this one feeling different. Like this time it feels different. Like all the other shootings, we always like, I don't think anything's going to change. I don't think anything's going to change, but this one still feels different. And even a week later, the conversation is still happening. It is still, we are still talking about the guns. We are still talking about changing the laws. Whereas, you know, after Sandy Hook, it was a week later, two weeks later, and it was done. After, Mm -hmm. you know, the Vegas shooting, you know, a week later it was done. We we weren't talking about it anymore. Um, But we are still having that, the the conversation is still happening now. So um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. And I'm really proud of those kids for like standing their ground. Yeah. Regardless of people think that they're freaking actors. Oh my God. Um, I, (laughs) there's one thing you want to highlight in America that needs fixing is, uh, you know, the areas of education in certain locations of American states. Let's focus on that for a little bit, shall we? Yeah, we're getting Um, a bit, uh, it's it's the same people, I think the same people are, um, that are telling, they're saying that, uh, these are plants and they're crisis actors and this kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. the same people that think the earth is flat. So I think we can... Aren't those people interesting? (laughs) Aren't those people interesting? Did you see the guy who posted a photo from PUBG and to say he, oh, he took a photo of PUBG and because it's, you know, a video game, Mm. he goes, look, uh, I took a photo and not a single like curvature to the earth. Oh, wow. You know, of course the earth is flat and all the like, like whatever they're called, um, the the believers, Mm. they were like, yeah, this is the proof. This is the proof right here. And he's like, oh my God, I took it from PUBG. (laughs) <laughs> that's quite funny um you are right they are interesting they should be studied we should be studying these people we should um, be studying these people <laughs> i'm not pro- i'm not saying that i'm the most intelligent being in the world yeah. by golly are those the next level oh yeah oh yeah um i do always say though uh if um if you do have a differing opinion uh, i would love to have you on this show so do reach out you can email us at hello at 8bit.net and if you are a flat if you're a f- if you happen to for whatever reason a flat earther out there hit us up I, I would absolutely love to have you on this program and and find out why you think that the earth is flat and i'd love to hear it yeah i think i think we all, i think we all would i promise i won't make fun of you but we, I, we just gotta find out why we just gotta find out why yes. uh all right let's uh let's move right along it's been dubbed hashtag michaelia crash Last week, while being questioned about the identity of her new Chief of Staff, Innovation and Jobs Minister Michaelia Cash had what Tony Abbott has called a brain snap, and threatened to, quote, name every young woman in Mr. Shorten's office about which rumours in this place abound, the implication being that she would out alleged nefarious relationships between the Labour leaders Bill Shorten and his staff. Seems to be a running theme in Canberra as of late. Some have called this a sexist, inappropriate and unnecessary tirade, and some have said that the pollies should be getting on with their jobs and stop shagging behind the bike sheds. So, Miss Hart, what did you make of the uh, the Senator's outburst? 
There are just so many occasions where I just cringe mm. to, like, tap into Australian politics. Mm. And every time I do, I get, like, transported back to a simpler time <laughs> when I was in high school. Yep. And this is exactly what I see every single time. And with this thing, it was purely magical because I swear I went to school with all these kind of girls, like... Yep. And it was such a defense mechanism of, like, shutting, like, trying to, like, diss these women, these young women in the mm. party and stuff. And it's just like, holy crap, woman, can you hear yourself? Mm. Like, she's like, do you want me to name names? I'm, I'm going to name the rumors. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. rumors. And I'm like, oh, shit, you even, you don't even have proof. You have rumors. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, you're talking like you got big game and you're saying you've got rumors? Mm, mm. Oh, lordy. Yeah. It's, um, I think that was the, I guess, the most... It seems to be... Op- op- since the Barnaby Joyce thing has gone down, um, it's sort of open slather in Canberra at the moment. It, it seems to be the new weapon that the politicians are using on each other is the, I guess, the nefarious relationships and, and sexual misconduct and whatever you want to call it. But um, this is a, like a multifaceted issue. There's a lot to unpack with this. There's, I mean, there's obviously the, the point that you make about it being rumours. Like, it's not... She, she doesn't have facts, she's got rumours, and by casting these aspersions on, and not, you know, the whole the whole thing that her being like, oh, you know, there's multiple women in the office that's been going on for years, the amount of people who she has effectively sullied their names uh, is, you know, quite extensive, because not naming anyone, saying, you know, there's rumours and that, it basically casts a blanket over every woman that works mm-hmm. in Bill Shorten's office, which is problematic because that it, it, it's hard enough, I think, to, for... I mean, it's hard enough for women in 2018 as it is just to exist, but I would imagine it's a lot harder to to be in politics as well in, in Canberra um, in what is described as a, you know, a very masculine-dominated, male-dominated industry still, you know, and for mm. a... You know, I guess a female senator who I think she was at one point the um, minister for women as well. To, <laughs> yeah, she was. To come out yeah. and make a statement like this, it just sort of—it's uh, not a good look, I don't think. Yeah, look, I being a woman in like industries, like different industries, whether it's been like retail management, but then also corporate level office mm. work, I've witnessed women trying to make themselves, you know make themselves up into a male-dominated industry. And I'm not going to lie when I say that they will not throw their fellow woman under the bus if that's going to get her a few steps higher. So this kind of behaviour in politics doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I think this is the same woman who I think did some kind of, like, snitching scam on unions, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she um, she did, yeah. She did snitch, yeah. So it seems like that's just how she probably came to be, how she fought her way up and being... Mm a snitch and a rumor-ridden bitch, so... Yeah. yeah. But it was quite entertaining, nonetheless, um, seeing her very um, Aussie yeah. uh, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people refer to her sounding like uh, Kath and Kim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was um, it was very Ocker, wasn't it? It and was very Ocker. The... So I couldn't take it seriously to begin no, with. No, no. So... so... Yeah, it was, it was that sort of... Do you want me to? Do you want me yeah, to? Yeah, do was, you want me to? I'll so. say, I'll do the rumors now. I'll yeah. say sometimes. And it's just like, like, and I love the guy who's just sitting there listening to her. Like, like, he's probably, he's just sitting there going, what the fuck did that come from? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then she got sassed by, um, oh, I've forgotten her name. Penny Wong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Penny Wong come like, and laid the smack down. She was not yeah, having it. Oh, man. Didn't she just? But then it was like so backhanded because she's like, um, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, backhanded, you know, apology. Thanks, mm, mate. Mm. Um, as of recording this podcast right now, she still hasn't actually, like, she withdrew her comments, but I don't think she's actually publicly apologized, McKellie Cash. No. Um, which is, uh, I guess, disappointing because it's not, I mean, it's it's not, so, if you're going to do something like that, and, like, there's there's people making the argument that, well, you know, look at what's happened to Barnaby Joyce over the last, um, you know, two weeks and his personal life's been dragged through the mud and this, that, and the other, and what, so why is it okay for people to do it to him and people... And, for, and why is it not okay for Macaulay Cash to do the exact same thing? And there's people mm. sort of making the assumptions that it's because she's a liberal and um, no, attacking Labor. Because it's because she doesn't have any facts. That's the issue. No, I think with Barnaby Joyce, from what I remember when that whole thing started, there was actually a good majority of people when it was kind of like, you know, all right. When it first was, oh, mm. uh, he cheated on his wife or mm. whatever, and he got another lady pregnant. There was actually a good majority of people like, you know what? That's his personal life. Mm. You know, yeah. maybe just keep his personal life to his personal life, you know, kind of thing. It was when everyone found out that he made a job for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the shit hit the fan. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. when people were like, all right, no, no, screw this guy. Mm, that's a good point. That is a good point. Um, yeah, and then you're right, it did nearly come out uh, when he was up for election for his seat late last year. Um, this sto- his story nearly broke, and it was sort of kept um, under wraps. So it seems now, yeah, that maybe that's could quite potentially be the reason that it um, that it made its way out. But mm. um, I mean, I, I'm I, I've I've been sort of open on on this show about my sort of opinion with this kind of thing is that I don't like the Barnaby, even the Barnaby Joyce thing. Like I was not. I'm like I don't. We don't need to like. This doesn't affect Australian people. Like, <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned, like I said this on the I've said this on this show before, but I've never once seen a politician on television, heard on radio, met in person, known of who I've gone. That person seems like a good dude or chick. I'd like to have a beer with them. They seem all right. They're worthy of you know my taxpayer money and my vote. Never once have I come across a a, um, a politician that I've I've felt that way about. And so stuff like the Barnaby Joyce thing and and this Macaulay cat like none of this is surprising to me. None no. of this is like oh the shock horror the politicians are shagging each other. It's like I'm surprised we haven't heard about more of them to be perfectly honest. Um, what a surprise. Politicians are shitty people who yeah. lie and cheat and do all this sort yeah. of stuff. Oh, who, my God. News at 11. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? What a twist, what as a we t- say. <laughs> what a twist. But, um, yeah, so w- with this kind of thing, it's like I don't... like The Barnaby Joyce thing, I'm like, okay, if, if it's uh, revealed that, you know, he's either spent taxpayer money or he's done something illegal with the relationship with his partner and that, then, okay, yeah crucify him but as far as what he does in his personal life it doesn't affect us like i don't i've said i don't look to australian politicians specifically as a moral compass like they're all <laughs> they're all slime bags as far as i'm concerned um so i just i think all of all this stuff does like we we just come to the end of the barnaby joyce thing it's like it's it, you know we can shut the door on it he's out it's done you know let him do his thing he's just come out and said something really ridiculous about he doesn't think that He's not even sure if the baby's his. It's like, what? stop, Barnaby, stop. What are you doing? Shh, Barnaby. Shush, 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 shush,
but you know we're coming to the end of this and nothing not that you know anything gets done in Canberra anyway but you know, it's like okay <laughs> the- start rolling on again and now this this comes out and it's just it's just more more uh, gas bagging and posturing and grandstanding for these guys to not get anything done and that's exactly it that's the main thing is it's like although we don't really think they're doing jack anyway mm. this is just further or further away from them doing anything good yeah anything that might be beneficial to the country at this yeah. stage and point the two pc planning parties and getting a you know the local uh guest room ready for old mate Trumpy boy for when he visits so oh god spare me <laughs> uh, yeah he's gonna come over oh. here and do some embarrassing crap oh god it's gonna be you know I, sh- I cringe and it is cringeworthy but I, I kind of like look forward to it because it, it is gonna be an entertaining like time when he's here because he's gonna cop it like I've no doubt I've no oh, doubt oh definitely and like I mean, with any any president that we've had, well, mm. we've had, the America's had, uh, technically we, like, kind of babysit mm. them as a default because, yeah, you know, yeah. directing... Yeah. Little buddies but, or whatever, yeah. Exactly right. And let's we can just say that there has never been, like, the probably the most perfect president, let's just say. No, um, this 100%. one just, I think, defines the generation anyway perfectly. Yeah. He is speaking way too much on social media he has access to it and um you know he's gonna speak his mind because that's the generation we're in you speak your mind you don't care about the consequences you live in the now like <laughs> that's me imitating the youth out there oh my god i've never really made that connection but he really is he's, he's like the, man- he's the he's, best representation for the generation he's right like now. the millennial president and he's like 70 <laughs> That that's uh that is. He's uh, got that fake tan and the fake hair and the blonde. Oh my god, he does. He's your California girl. That's um simultaneously hilarious and terrifying, all all in the one sort of breath. Um, yeah, visualize him in a bikini. No, nope, not doing <laughs> it. No, nope. I did for it. Like no, no. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> With <laughs> do you do you see like this? Obviously, um, we're in a, we're in, I think we're in a, as far as like society goes with the Me Too movement and all this kind of stuff, we seem to be in a quite an important, I guess, period in time where, um, you know, things are being, and specifically for this type of thing, like people are being outed for sexual harassment, like uh, Melbourne's Lord Mayor, Lord Mayor is under, um, you know, under investigation, you know, there's been, um, uh, accusations made against like a few Australian actors like Jeffrey Rush and um, what's his name? The guy in the Broadway. Oh, that was in Rocky Horror. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, that, that guy and obviously everything that's happened in, in Hollywood and that kind of thing. And now the Barnaby Joyce thing has come out and now McCallie K. It seemed, do, do you see there being more of this, more especially in Australian politics, more and more? Um, Sam Armitage um, used to be a political correspondent, now obviously host of Sunrise, came out and, and said that like none of this is surprising to her that everyone is shaking everyone in Canberra. Like this, it's very like it's very much that is the culture of it. Like, do you see more and more of these things coming out, or what, where do you sort of see this going from here? I don't know. Like, it's definitely was like I feel like there's been a blanket that's been removed over something that everyone kind of knows happens like whether it's in politics or it's in your local job anyway that you know like somewhere along the lines mm. it's like oh someone's screwing someone yeah. like it kind of just 
happens. And then that's the most underlining message of like anything to do with allegations as well is that it's happens Mm. and it's been happening and it's always happening. And it's just, just because that someone's removed the, the, you know, the coat from it doesn't mean that, you know, it's increased. It yeah. hasn't, like, all of a sudden, you know, just appeared. It's yeah. always been happening. Yeah, it's just becoming so, public now. Yeah, exactly it. And, like, whether anything changes, actually, I don't know. Uh, like, with everything that happens, like, when something gets called out, especially, um, I guess, when one, um, uh, like, so, so if, like, men are, like, usually, like, kind of, like, the focus of, like, the Me Too movement of, mm-hmm. like, being you know, unfortunately generalized, Yeah. Um, then, you know, then it brings out more nastier behavior of, you know, it, it never feels like it's a positive role. It always feels like it starts turning into like little negative groups and negative bubbles yeah. and separation kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of, it's concerning. Mm. And then when our politics gets involved, it's just like, oh God, like, it's never going to be in a positive light. It's never going to be in a progressive light. I never, I never feel that way anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, you make a good point. We we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago, specifically with the Me Too movement. Is that, you know, unfortunately, it's a movement centered around something really negative, and so while it has a positive lining to it, it will, you know, ne- negativity breeds negativity, right? So these yeah. things will continue to manifest and and. It can be seen as a positive thing, definitely, that women are feeling more empowered to speak up against being, you know, either discriminated against or harassed or whatever the sort of, you know, the story is, is that they're feeling more comfortable of it. But yeah, it, it does, it just, it breeds a, you know, I guess a toxic, a toxicity, um, which is, I mean, it, 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 I guess it's kind of necessary. Like, if, if this can make, I guess the people who are involved scared to, you know, like I think there was a, there was someone made a quote and it's like, um, uh, someone was, they were talking about the, this issue and they were saying things like, oh, oh, you know, men are going to be scared now to, you know, to work with women and this kind of thing. It's like, if you're scared, if you, because of this, you're scared to work with women, you're probably one of the assholes that is like, that this is centered around. So yeah, maybe you should be scared. Like, so, I, I, do you want to hear a story? I'd l- please regale me. So, with this whole you know thoroughfare that's going on in regards to um, like Harvey Weinstein, the Me Too movement, and mm. everything like that, um, it's now it seems to be like a term to be used. I had a meeting with a gentleman at my work, and it was just us, and so we proceeded to start the meeting. But before he decided to make a comment of, uh, "Do we need anyone else in the room, or are you going to Harvey Weinstein me?" Oh wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm like, oh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, what? I'm like, yeah, so thank you for taking the, that matter seriously and thank you for making me slightly uncomfortable. But it's it definitely highlighted to me how some people think it's just a joke or, you know, a fad, I guess you could say, yeah. like a flavor of the month kind of thing. So yeah. that's why I always worry when there's, you know, a highlight on it because... Sometimes it just turns into more negative behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 is um, uh, that that is. I'm gobsmacked by that. That is, and that, I'm not. Like, yeah, it, like, yeah. That's, that's although it issue, caught me off it? guard, but it's just like I've heard stupider. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's um, 
that's the unfortunate thing about it though isn't it like if that yeah. if if i'm like if you say that to me and i'm like oh wow that is like and you're like that was not even something bad or like you know not yeah. even like the tip of the <laughs> that iceberg. was just a stupid comment i'm like oh my <laughs> god that that that's um i can't even like yeah well, I mean, that's that's the issue then, isn't it? Like that, that, that is the issue. And that's why, I mean, when I say that, you know, you can, people assume that, like, this is just something that's just kind of happening and it's like, mm. all these women are coming out. Like, what is this? And, and you know what? Let's kind of, like, backflip and turn it. Um, It's like how people are like, man, where did all these racists come from in America? Yeah. All of a sudden, there's just all these racists in America. No, 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 no. They're still there. They've mm. always been there. Yeah. It's always been going on, you know. It's just because it's just got a little bit of more momentum behind it now. Mm. So, it's always been there, guys. Big, big orange dude. Mm. Um, yeah, wow. It's a, it's a, we, live in a, we live in a very interesting time, don't we? We do. But, um, Where all the little things that were kind of everyone kind of just kept quiet and just was like, oh, it just happened. Mm. It's now kind of like there's there's all the people that didn't know about it and kind of going, that doesn't happen, does it? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Does it happen? Yeah. Does it? It's kind of like the, um, you know, the stuff with the Catholic Church, like stuff's been going on for decades and it's the same with, you know, that's only just coming out. So it's what is what is going to come out in these sort of, see, with the, with all this stuff in the next 20 years, like it's, um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's scary to think about because it's not scary but it's cringeworthy it's cringeworthy it's scary because with every issue that comes up especially when someone's you know someone's life is being changed for the worst and Mm. it's usually irreversible with all these matters you will always have the loudest people on each end of the spectrum and it's it's unfortunate because I feel like it's the people in the middle that you kind of need to, like, focus on a bit more. Because, unfortunately, as much as there are people out there that want to do good intentions, mm. sometimes they are stuck in that. And they will refuse to listen to, like, the other side. And then you'll have the the worst end of the scale and they don't even want to hear any kind of reasoning mm. or anything like that. And you can just apply that to every single concern that ever happens, whether it's the Catholic Church, whether it's the racism, whether it's the Me Too movement, whether it's the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, you mm. know, like uh, Blue Lives Matter, all that sort of stuff. You've got the two ends of the scale. They're the loudest yeah. and they're the most focused because they're probably doing something very like big on a grand scale and that gets the clicks that gets the videos that gets the news but then it's the people in the middle the conversations the Mm. you know the stories the real stories that you need to kind of go all right let's look at this yeah now you may you you hit on something very salient i think is that we live in a time where you're right it is it's all about the the sound bite or the quick tweet and and then you know sort of hypocritical this this show is about hot takes but we at least we do it in a little bit more of a long form to have a discussion about it and that kind of thing and and i say Mm -hmm. that you know the hype the hot takes thing is quite hyperbolic because we just want to have i guess a a discussion about you know issues and topics and things and try and have fun with it but there there is it is very much like the people you're right the people in the middle get forgotten about and nobody and it's and politics is exactly the same as the, the people on the far whether you're on the far right or the far left no one wants to see the other person's opinion or they don't want to see Mm. the other person's side. They're so blinded by their own opinion, their own policy, their own belief is that they won't hear 
what the and we've and we as a society have forgotten how to talk to each other. Oh boy, have we? We've have got- we forgotten? <laughs> If there's one thing that I've prided myself on is that I've always, like, I'm not sure it's a good thing, but I always like sitting on the middle. I want to hear both sides of the story before I make any kind of opinion on anything. Yeah, and and I'm I'm the same. I have, like, I have strong beliefs, but I will never say that my opinion can't be changed on something. Like, I... Oh, 100%. Not to, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, if someone had said to me, we're going to change the date, we're going to change the Australia Day date, I would have been like... No, don't do that. Like that's you know what? Why we got to everyone so soft? Rah rah rah. Um, but now I'm like I see you know it's been explained to me. I've researched it. I've looked into the issue. I'm someone people have given me reasonable arguments. I'm like okay, cool. Change the date. I don't care. Doesn't you're right? It doesn't affect me. There's no reason if it's affecting other people negatively. Doesn't affect me negatively to change that. Or I would just be disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing, because yeah. I because I wouldn't want to see the other side of the opinion. So that's something that I've changed my opinion on. Yep, sure, no worries, change it. Like I don't have a horse in that race. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and that's the and like I've, I've said before is that I I lean left. Like I'm left slanting. I guess on a lot of issues. I'm more you know I'm definitely not conservative when it comes to things like um, you know gay marriage and equality and these types of things. Obviously, I'm fully for those things as I, as I feel that most. People people should be but i can see you know when people like i 100 percent don't agree with it but when people are like um okay i'll give you an, i'll give you an example a- anti-vaxxers right mm-hmm. you, you would think they're the most like idiotic people on the planet like honestly just like vac- vaccinate yourself don't be an idiot but mm-hmm. you know people talk about like anti-vaxxers not wanting to you know they won't vaccinate their child because they're afraid they're going to get autism and all these frankly ridiculous sort of um, statements that they make about these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Vaccines have negative impl- implications and that kind of stuff. And um, I'm a hundred percent like vaccinated. I made sure when I had my son, I told all my friends and family, Hey, you know, our son's about to be born. If you would like to visit him in the first three months of his life, go to your doctor and get vaccinated. Um, otherwise don't bother coming around. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm definitely in that camp, but I can understand like the anti-vax thing because as a parent like you um second guess everything that you do like you mm-hmm. you, you, you know am I, if i do that is it wrong and it's like i remember taking our son to get vaccinated the first time and like i'm like i said i'm fully pro-vaccination but i'm like what if he does like what if it does have a negative effect on him like what if they're you know so like those i can understand that side of the, as ridiculous as it is i can understand that side of the argument mm-hmm and that's that's I feel like that's how everyone needs to be in life like if you don't educate yourself you're doing yourself a disservice what kind of benefit do you give yourself from closing yourself from any information whether it's outlandish or not Mm. like be open-minded be an open book read talk have the conversation look into things do your own work investigating things but just don't close yourself off yeah yeah, agree. 100% agree. Um, unfortunately, it's the we live in such a fast-paced society that it is. It's that look, we don't even read. Majority of people don't even read the news stories. They see the headline and they just go, "Oh, that must be the truth," and they just keep flicking to the next thing, the next tweet, the next soundbite, the next thing. And like we move, we don't have time to stop and um, smell the roses. I guess. <laughs> I play this game now where if I look at a head title of a news article, I try to guess where it was actually going before I click on it because oh. I know it's never going to be the story that it's saying. No, so no. That's that fake news phenomenon, that. 
Oh, you know what? If there's one thing that I could eliminate from this entire, like, what is it two years? I'd say it's two years. Mm-hmm. Past two years. Mm-hmm. Is that those two words? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it gets to me. But I think it's I think it's the same feeling I have about the emoji that people use, which is the the crying laughing face. Oh, right, which yeah. is such a patronizing emoji because I know exactly oh. what that means when someone uses it. If then you know if you're not having a joke with someone, if someone's using that, it's patronizing. Oh wow! I get rid of that and fake news, <laughs> just just because I use that emoji all the time. I'm uh, I'll. As long as you're having a joke with someone, it's totally cool. Mm, But, mm. like, you know, if you're, like, saying something like, oh, well, I guess that's your opinion. (laughs) Like, yep, yep, yep. See, I I try and avoid um, online arguments because they never much go well. I'm I'm bad at, like... um, I'm I'm, I'm bad at at arguing online. I don't think anyone is good at it. To be fair, no. like no one sh- and nor nor should you be, but like, uh, and why start an argument? Start yeah. a conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, then again, I don't know how many times you see those idiots that are arguing and mm. like, I'm just trying to have a debate here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, mm, yeah. No. Um, I uh, I, I try not like I I consciously make a decision not to do it, but but sometimes I'm just like, no, I have to. Um, a friend of mine, American friend of mine, he he posted a um, he posted a status on Facebook. Yeah, I think it was yesterday, the day before, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, it was, he's, "He's like, what if we got rid of all the guns?" And I'm like, "Okay, here we go. This is going to be interesting." <laughs> so he jumped in, and his point was like, "What if we got rid of like it's just a hypothetical? It's like, what if we got rid of all the guns in the world? Like, no one had guns. The army don't have guns. People don't have guns." And then, like, people were making the arguments, like, oh, well, we'd have swords and shields and this, that, and the other, rah, rah. And, um, and this one, this one um, girl was like, oh, well, you know, how are you going to defend yourself and your family to, to him? And I was just like, I couldn't help myself. And so I jumped in and I said, uh, I said, well, I'm like, imagine living in a world where you didn't have to live in a perpetual state of fear where you have to constantly defend yourself and your family with, with guns. Imagine if a magical world like that existed. And I went, oh, wait. And I just put like a picture of the Australian flag. And, um, and she went on to, to, uh, to tell me that I need that. She's like, how are you? She's something about defending yourself from mooses and cougars and <laughs> bears. I'm like, we don't have them. We got spiders and those snakes. <laughs> That's <bad>. Drop bears. <laughs> we got those drop bears. Those drop oh, bears. Dear. Oh dear. The, the, oh dear me. The, and like, I do enjoy that we're we are actually we've actually become like Australia's this like face of like mm. banning guns works. Like we are like this like advertisement yeah. that people throw around yeah. now. It's quite proud. But, like, like, like I'm I, like I, the gun debate. Something that I will always um, have my opinion on. Obviously, being Australian, most of us feel that way. Um, mm. But you're right. It, it, I'm quite proud of that of what we've been able to do. But in saying that, like, I don't know what your listener base is out here, but any of our American listeners, I think we do paint a facade suggesting, like, yeah, bending guns, stop, stop guns. It, mm, no, there's shootings constantly. Yeah, yeah. I said the same thing last Gang week. violence. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's the problem. That's the thing. I said to Salim last week, it's like, yeah, we get shootings all the time here in Australia. But generally, it's like bikies shooting each other, drug dealers uh-huh. shooting each other. And it's like, if, if anyone's going to get shot, you know, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I do find it interesting that it has stayed mostly strictly to bike gangs, bikey mm. gangs kind of thing. So mm. I, I, I don't know if it's this like unwritten thing where they're just like, we're just going to keep this for ourselves and our affairs kind of thing. Or I don't know, but I always like that everyone's like, oh yeah, there's no guns in Australia. Like everyone's like dancing yeah. around, like hippie flowers <laughs> and everything like that. And, you know, it's just got like, big no, knives. no, there's, there's guns here. And they're shooting people. Yeah. Innocent people, I say in quotation marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in, yeah. yeah. We, we don't, I mean, we're not having, kids aren't getting shot. I guess that's the, uh, in the, in school. No, I guess not. Which is, um, which is, I, th- I think is a good thing. <laughs> Obviously. You know what? Kids not getting shot at school in Australia is a good thing. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Oh, dear. Um, now, Ali, it, it is time for our iTunes review of the week. The the segment shamelessly stolen from your very own Hungry Gamers podcast. Uh, this week's review comes from Scutlet. Scutlet. S-C-U-T-L-E-T. Scutlet. So maybe yeah, it's like... I'd read it. Maybe, yeah. That's... It's a, it's, I mean, it's the name. Uh, the title is, is so entertaining, so witty. Uh, and uh, Scutlet says, Love this show. The guys drop the best takes and, and girls, Scutlet and girls, uh, drop the best takes every week. The ranging of hosts and opinion is what I love most about this show. Thank you, Scutlet, for the iTunes review. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Can um, I just say I never get deterred by when referred to as guys as a general? It's good. Good. You shouldn't. I don't. It's yeah. just. It's it's more of a manners thing. I'm like guys ain't. Good. I mean, I, don't know. I I um. I mean, I I come from the corporate world where you have to sort of be, um. Proper. Hi team. Yeah. How is it, how are we going group? Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah. yeah, you got to you got to sort of um do that. Um I don't think it's I I think I, I used to sort of be of like the I used, like I said I used to be one of those like oh it's PC. gone too far everyone's too soft oh. and political correct and rah rah and, and now I'm like oh, like I said I see both sides of the argument um, sometimes it's better to be safe than sorry <laughs> oh. I mean I get that but in the end it's all about delivery yes absolutely it's all about delivery yeah. so and to be fair to Scutlet there were there had been no women on the podcast until today so um, and based on my sense of humor and my eating habits, some would debate if there still has been a woman on this one. I think this has been a really good episode, actually. I, I'm quite, I'm, 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 I'm happy with this one. I think, I think we've done a, I think we've done a good job tonight. Top shelf. Top shelf stuff. Top shelf stuff. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product of 8Bit and you can find all of our content over at 8Bit.net and you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cruzy underscore mate. Ali is at Miss Ali Hart. And 8-Bit is at We Are 8-Bit on all of the socials. And if you have enjoyed this show, remember to head on over to iTunes. Um, give us a subscribe. Leave us a review. I'll read it out on the show like a, for Scutlet. Um, just helps us get the word out. Helps us be discoverable. Um, and then mm-hmm. it, it looks really nice when we've got big numbers next to our um, next to our podcast's name. So uh, go and do that if you can, if you wouldn't mind. Share um, some love. Yeah, share the love. Share the love. Uh, next week, I'll be joined by Sammy Deej, which I'm very much mm. looking forward to. Um, so if you've got any questions for myself or Sammy, uh, you can email us at hello at 8bit.net and we will happily oblige you any of your queries, questions. Uh, if you want to come on the show, debate things, tell me I'm wrong about gun laws, tell me I'm wrong about 
whatever else we spoke about and have done for the last uh, seven weeks, but by all Where means. Where the kids should be shot in schools. Where the kids should be <laughs> If you could, I'll tell you what, if someone can come up with a compelling argument as to why oh, the kids no. should be shot. <laughs> no, no, don't I'll, uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be, inter- I would be interested to hear it. I would be interested to, I definitely wouldn't agree with it, but I would be interested to hear it with it. Uh, well, that's a hot take. And that absolutely was, uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Ali, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you tonight. Thank you for having me on Ewe. On Ewe. <laughs> that's the Ewe. 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 Yeah. yeah. No, I could. Uh, Make it a thing. It, I think we, we're going to have to. Brendan referred to the show as I-I-W-I-I when he was on. And it didn't it didn't catch on. So maybe Ewe is the... Ewe. Uh, <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna have to be a thing, I think. Hashtag Ewe. Hashtag Ewe. Uh, until next time, friends. Ewe. Stay hungry.